welcome back. Uh, it's been how long has it been? When was our last episode? Like a month ago, something like that. Um, it was a week after Thanksgiving, so like definitely not. I think we we had one in we had one in December. We had one exactly like, a week after Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh. Okay, whatever. But yeah, and anyways, it's been almost a month. We kind of took the winter break off, but we're back. We're back with some um, NFL playoff predictions before our um, before the playoffs start. We're gonna start cranking out some NFL draft stuff. You know, college football off season. Hopefully, we'll get to do some MLB stuff in the near future, and hopefully. They can start the season on time, but that's a topic for another episode. Uh, but without further ado, uh, what do you want to start with, NFC or AFC? Um, we can go AFC since we're both NFC fans. <laughs> yeah, but none of our teams are in the playoffs. So. Dude, none of our teams make it. Okay, at least my team hasn't made it. Okay. Well, I'm a Bills fan by like – by... Shut up. By uh, Heritage, so I count that. Uh, AFC, obviously, Titans got the bye. So, four versus five, Bengal versus Raiders. Um, do you want to start off, or do you want me to go first? I'm going to take this because I freaking hate the Raiders. <laughs> you know, not going to diminish their beautiful game they played on uh, on Monday. Game. That was Sunday night. Game of the year, though. Sunday night. Justin Herbert is the best quarterback in the in the in the in the NFL on the fourth down. Daddy Herbo. I wanted him to make the playoffs so bad, but anyways, go ahead. Especially since my Herbert Herbert jersey comes in in a couple days. <laughs> All right, so um, you know, I really hate the Raiders. I really hate their fans. Maybe that's why I hate the Raiders. You know, the fans are just they're just something else. Um, kind of like the Cowboys, but just. In my opinion, worse. Especially since, like, yeah, my mom's side of the family are all Raider fans. So annoying. Um, that must yeah. suck. And um, you know, they played a really hard-fought game, but that's just gonna come to waste. Um, are they a Saturday game? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't Let me know just scroll down a little bit. Yeah, you can pull up the the schedule. I don't have the schedule on my bracket. Mm, they are a Saturday game. They're the first game of the playoffs. Mm, that's actually not a bad first game. Um. Wow. The AFC play Saturdays. That suck. That's just yeah. Um. All right. Um. You know, on that Saturday, on that Saturday morning, Raider fans are gonna wake up feeling, you know, on top of the world. But once comes uh 1 p.m. my time, that's 3 p.m. what your time. Uh, four thirty for the Easter time around there. Um, these Raider fans are gonna start crying, you know. <laughs> yeah. With the you know the Bengals, you know, um, their offense is just extraordinary now. As Daddy Burrow, Joe Shiesty, is finally uh getting pretty much a full sh- full strength after that injury. You know, with the playmakers around as Joe Mixon, you know, he took a week off. As he tested positive for COVID, um, Jamar Chase he's coming off a of rest for his last week. Um, Tyler Boyd coming off a of rest since last week. You know they're all gonna be rest. We can't forget about some T Higgins. You know my best or my favorite receiver on this team. 
I know Jamar Chase is okay, but my favorite receiver is T. Higgins. And, uh, you know, obviously you will see Max Crosby in the backfield a lot as the Bengals' defense or offense line is not that great. Um, but, yeah, Herbal has been dealing with the pressure throughout the year. Herbo, you said you said Herbo. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, too much daddy Herbo, you know. I mean, um, Joe Burrow, he's been facing pressure throughout the year. It's, nothing's going to change in this game. He will put on another performance as his past two weeks he's played as he has passed over 400 yards in each. And the Raiders' defense is definitely going to stop them. I got the, I got the Bengals all, all the way here. Got a final score prediction? Oh, Oh, 28-14. Okay, not bad. Um, On my end, um, you know, as you said, the Bengals, most of their starters were either, like, dealing with some little injuries or resting last week, as you saw, and that's mostly why they lost to the Browns. But – they're going to come back healthy against the Raiders team that just came off. They're coming in with the momentum, I will say that. They just came off uh, a big win and probably the game of the year. And, um, you know, this team fights hard. Um, despite all their what they've gone through this season, you know, with Gruden and all their players getting arrested, and they're still making the playoffs somehow. So I commend them for that, but... I think also – I also think the Bengals will come out on top. I think it'll be 31-18 to 18 Bengals. 21-18? Well, that's a pretty close game. 31-18. Oh. <laughs> I was save. Oh. All right. Next game – I will say one thing about the Bengals. Um, I do not like them for – Having some RJP Ryan's hit, I lost my fantasy because of that. So, <laughs> why did you have some RJP Ryan in your fantasy league in the first place? I think that's why you were losing in the first. Yeah, it's because Joe Mixon, you know, COVID. You know, okay. Samaje was hurt. You know, trying to give him to push or trying to give him some rest before the playoffs. Obviously, it didn't happen. I met that guy. You met Samaje? Yeah. Nice beard, huh? Yeah, I don't know if he had it when he was out. Yeah, he did. Never mind. I met him the season he broke that rushing record that week after Melvin Gordon did. Okay. Fuck this up. Next game, uh, Bills Patriots. Uh, I'll go first this time. Uh, You know, uh, yeah, Bills Patriots. Uh, As I said, family is big bills fans you know because my grandma and my dad are from buffalo that area so um definitely gonna be rooting for the bills and you know that you saw them you saw the bills and the patriots split the season series one to one one game it was very high wins and um you know mac jones only had to throw the ball three times and they ended up winning that game and then the next game, the Bills probably had their best win all season. They just played very well as a team. And I think that'll play a big part coming into this game because, you know, the Bills' offense relies so heavily on Josh Allen, both throwing and running the ball. And his ability to run the ball was definitely a big part of their win last time. So 
I think if Josh Allen can run the ball and throw the ball effectively and they can cut down on the turnovers, then um, the Bills should should win this game. I'm going to be kind of a homer, I guess, and pick the Bills, even though that's really not an outrageous pick. Uh, I'm going to say Bills – I'm going to say Bills 20, 27, Patriots 20. Hey, you're, you're breaking Julian Edelman's heart right here. Sorry, sorry, Julian Edelman. Did you see his bet that you put? Yeah, I did. That's crazy. Man, man is really throwing out a hundred, a hundred k on a Bucks, uh, Patriots Super Bowl. He's got that type of money to throw around, though. He's probably got over, like, um, probably at least a hundred mil from his NFL career since he played so long. So. Um, my prediction on the Patriots Bills. <coughs> um, I always said that Mac Jones will be the best quarterback from this draft, and uh, but that's not going to help in the playoffs. As um, <laughs> you know, as a rookie in the league, you know, going against a guy that doesn't have that much um playoff experience, but he does have some playoff wins under his belt. And, um, you know, as you know, you say your family, um, our Bills fans. I have my sister in law who is a Bills fan too, as I have her Josh Allen jersey in my room right now. <laughs> um, uh, you know, we always we always had the Bills as Super Bowl favorites throughout the year, even with their ups and downs, and that's not going to change as you know. As you said, with the ability of Josh Allen, you know, he could pretty much do everything. Um, tossing and running it, um, that's a big factor, especially in playoff time. Um, so I will take the Bills here, even though I'm a Mac Jones believer. Um, oh, my God, I got you kicked it right to my back of my foot. I have the Bills, uh, 35-27. Okay, I want to back up a little bit to your you saying you knew Mac Jones would be the best rookie QB. I I think a lot of people thought he would be just because he was put in by far the best situation. You know, Patriots had an elite defense. They have probably the best coach of all time. You know, you look at Trevor Lawrence, who was put in, who was thrown into a a situation where his head coach was one of probably the one of the worst head coaches of all time. And you see Trey Lance barely got to play. Not necessarily a bad situation. He just didn't get to play. You know, Zach Wilson, he was on the Jets. The Jets never have good quarterbacks, so it's kind of hard for it's kind of hard for him to succeed. And then you saw Justin Fields with Matt Nagy, who is a god awful play caller. And it was very and they had a very bad line. So it was very hard for those QBs to succeed. But I'm not saying Mac Jones is like bad or anything. He was just like put in a much, much better situation than all four of the guys who were taken before him. So definitely, definitely helped him out, especially with like a young quarterback. But anyways, we can move on to the <coughs> the Steelers and the uh the Chiefs. Big Ben's retirement party. That's not, that's not their next game. What yeah it is. Oh it's nice the Eagles Bucks. The we're stu- start. I thought we were just doing the whole. The oh, yeah, whole- we're doing AFC. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking the schedule. It's okay. Sorry. 
Okay, Big Ben's retirement party, aka Chiefs Steelers. You can you can start this one off. I think. Poor guy, dude. (laughs) I mean, everyone knows what's gonna happen. Yes. Okay. You don't bring it up. All right. So you know the Steelers somehow squeaked by in this (laughs) race. You know this is not a team that people wanted in the playoffs, especially as the Raiders and Chargers had a chance to both um, go through as everybody wants to see um, the Charger young QB, Justin Herbert, in the playoffs. That didn't happen. Somehow Steelers beat the Ravens. They come in. They steal a spot in the, in the playoffs. Um, also messed up my fantasy as I thought Tyler Huntley was you're gonna dominate, but he didn't. <laughs> no, nope. um, definitely not. Freaking Daddy Herbal decided. I mean, that Daddy Burrow decided to not play. You know, really stuck my fantasy. Um, you know, uh, so you know, even with the phenomenal performances uh, this year by Najee, it's just too much. As the Chiefs basically look like the Chiefs again um, at the end of the regular season. Even to that loss by the Bengals, that was just probably like the second best game after this season after the the Chargers Raiders. But you know, with the playmakers they have, as Travis Kelsey, uh, Tyreek Hill, you can finally see Che coming in there, and then Patrick Holmes is a Super Bowl winner. He already has a playoff experience. Don't get me wrong, Big Ben has that playoff experience under his belt. But he's also, like, 39 years old, so. <laughs> he's an old you know, man. He's not really Big Ben anymore, you know. He's, as you said, his retirement party. So, you know, look to it as being basically a blowout. Um, be a chance as for the Chiefs, you know, get, get their uh, legs under them and probably have a chance to – Bench Patrick or not bench Patrick Holmes, but you know, but limited them. As I see this as a 42 7 win. What's up, Gigi? Gigi. Uh, I'm talking to Ben. He's on the headphones. You want to say hi to him? Alex? Huh? Why do you wear that? Because I'm icing my shoulder, Mama. <laughs> yeah, I'm icing it. Why? Because it's sore. Because it hurts. <laughs> you want to talk to him? Say hi. Hi, Gigi. Uh, he said hi. Mm-hmm. Want to go in the bed? Want to stay in here? Okay. No. Okay, just don't talk that loud, okay? Okay. Okay. So, yeah, 42-7 win for me on my part as Chiefs do. Oh, Mama. You're already talking to him. He can hear you. Yeah. Hi, Gigi. Okay, she's hiding. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, you're hiding? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay. You're hiding on the bed, okay. Mm. You want to get out the bed? I just put you on the bed. You want to go, Grandma? Okay, go, Grandma, for a bit, okay? Yeah, yeah, we'll put the lights on. Okay, go, Grandma, for a bit, okay? I'm okay. Yeah, I'll call you right now, okay? But I'll tell you when the lights are on. <laughs> um, well... <clears throat> Okay, so Steelers seven, Chiefs forty two. That's your prediction. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm 
going to keep it short and sweet. Chiefs are pretty much better in every aspect. So I have the Chiefs 38, the Steelers 10. And that's that's it for the AFC wild card. So we can move over to the NFC where I oh. I hate almost all of these teams. I really don't want anybody from the NFC to win. Wow. I'm just realizing how many of these teams I just hate. Like, there's only three of them with three divisions. I don't even, like, despise the Cardinals. Like, it's the Packers, the Rams, the Cowboys, the Niners, and the Bucks. I just don't like any of those teams. So, go Cardinals and Eagles, I guess. But um, I guess we can start with the Bucks and Eagles since that's the first game. Yeah. Uh, I'll start with this one. Um, you know, a lot of people are writing the Eagles off, and I mean, rightfully so. A lot of people are saying, you know, they only won their last like five out of six games because they played bad teams. And while that is true, I mean, they got healthy and they um, they're like um, they're playing as a team, and they were supposed to be a rebuilding team this year, and they made the playoffs, and that's behind a very solid offense. And Jalen Hurts, and you know, not a terrible defense, not a great defense by any means, but in terms of you know yards allowed and stuff like that, they they were like average. So, but they're going up against the juggernaut of the Bucks, even you know, even with uh, Chris Godwin being out and Mike Evans dealing with injuries and AB doing whatever he did, <laughs> and. Uh, he still has plenty of weapons, and that defense is still elite. So, although I do have the Bucks winning this game, unfortunately, because I can't, I as much as I want to pick the Eagles for the upset, I really don't know how likely that is, especially if Miles Sanders is out. But you know, I'm gonna have this game being closer than a lot of people think it is. I have the Bucks winning. I think this is kind of gonna be like the Washington football team game last year. You know, where everybody kind of wrote them off and the Washington football team, uh, they um, they rallied and they almost beat the Bucks, And that was pretty much the closest game of the Bucks, the Bucks uh, postseason. I'm not saying it's going to be like that. I'm just saying this game is going to be kind of like that game in the in the sense that, you know, the Bucks are heavy favorites and they have a very close game in their wild card matchup. So I have the Bucks winning. 21 to 17. Well, um, for the past three weeks, I've been blabbering to the, my brother Gio that my um, my Super Bowl favorites were Eagles, Colts. Obviously, the Colts didn't make it because they choked. <laughs> so, <laughs> one half of that down. Absolute choke. <laughs> so, that half is down. And um, the Eagles... Definitely have a tough matchup as um, the Rams decided to to lose to the Cardinals and lose, lose a spot. Um, so basically the cow, you know, the Cowboys lucked out as the draw of this as the Rams lost. Um, so with this, um, I also say it will be close as you know my Super Bowl favorites were the Eagles, but. You know, as we've seen that Bucks defense is just is just too much for most teams and with the with the lack of weapons on Jalen Hurts side as um 
their GM pretty much chokes on every receiver but Devontae Smith. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's pretty hard for him to, you know, as – yes, he has legs, but these this linebacker core from the Bucks can match his speed. You know, he's going to be pressured a lot, especially with Vita Vea going up against, you know, a defense line, and you got, you got Shaq Barrett coming. I think um, they're saying Melante David might have a chance to come back too. Um, I think it was Levante David. Um, uh, and Gigi's coming in again. Oh, uh, there you go. What's up, Gigi? You want to talk to homie Ben? He, he can hear you, mama. Okay. I'll go get you right now, okay? Yeah, say hi and then leave. <laughs> Hi, Gigi. Yeah, he's a poopy banner. That's cool. <laughs> okay, come back right now, okay? And uh, you know, basically wrap this up about this. You know, I have it. I have it tight too. So I'll say uh, twenty-eight, twenty-one in favor of the Bucks. And my Super Bowl favorites are all gone on the board. Oh, unfortunate. R.I.P. Eric's Super Bowl favorites. Now to move on to two of the two of probably my least favorite teams in the NFL. I'm pretty sure the Niners are my least favorite team in the NFL. The Cowboys are probably up there too. But I absolutely despise both of these teams. I hate both of their fan bases. I despise a lot of the players on both of these teams. But this is probably going to be one of the better matchups on the wild card weekend slate you know the four versus five matchups are always very intriguing and um this is the four versus five right or is that the Rams? Um, no it's the rams cardinals this oh, is six shit. no four three with six wow the cowboys actually got the three seed well um this is a very this is a very intriguing matchup you know the niners have a very efficient offense that runs mostly through debo samuel uh, you know, he's kind of like their Swiss Army knife on offense almost. And the ways he takes over games are it's like a new way he can take over a game every week. Uh, and with the Cowboys, um, they also have a very they have a very explosive offense, you know, with Dak, you know, Tony Pollard, who is very underrated, Zeke, who is kind of overrated, uh. And then, you know, of course, CD's nuts, Amari Cooper, and unfortunately, Michael Gallup was lost on the ACL tear. Um, but they still have, you know, Dalton Schultz and among other weapons. And their defense was certainly improved this year, but I question their secondary a little bit. Trevon Diggs is super boomer bust as a corner. He's either going to get a pick or he's going to give up a touchdown pretty much. It's that's kind of how it goes. He was like, he had like 11 picks this year, but he gave up like the most yards in the league. That kind of masked that he was pretty, pretty abysmal at times in coverage. And, you know, on the other side of the field, they have Anthony Brown, who for some reason is a very highly graded corner by PFF. I have no clue how they grade players, but clearly they need to fix something because Anthony Brown was not very good this year. And that secondary is certainly very questionable. So I feel like 
Kyle Shanahan's going to attack that. And um, the Niners have a very stout defense led by Nick Bosa and Fred Warner. So I have the Niners, unfortunately, going into – I don't know who I, I want to win less, the, the Cowboys or the Niners. I'm going to have the Niners coming in with a bit of an upset and going into AT&T Stadium and beating the Cowboys 30, 35 to 32 is my final score. And I have the Niners moving on. And the Cowboys fans going home crying. I have never seen a score of 32. I don't know why 32 popped into my head. What? I don't know how you would get to 32. Yeah, I'm trying to put this map in my head, too. And... I, okay, 35 Unless to 30. It's... 35 okay. to 30. There we Unless... go. Unless I, I don't know how I got to 32, but... <laughs> Sorry, my math's a little off. I'm not very good at math. All right, so um, as in our household of the Cowboys, oh. it's kinda, I was kind of hoping um, they face the Cardinals so I can wear my Kyler Murray jersey in front of them. <laughs> that obviously didn't happen because the Rams choked. Yeah, big choke. And the Saints would have been in the playoffs. I did not want to see the Niners in the playoffs because I hate the Niners. And so, uh, yes, 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 they pretty much 49ers um, main weapon, Debo. Um, he pretty much, I feel like that will be the main focus from the Cowboys, you know, as they basically have the weapons on defense to make a stop as, you know, um, you know, Dick will be, you know, can't ha- put that coverage on him. You know, obviously, we'll give some yards. Yeah, you just have to limit them into the box. And they put them at running back, you know, that defensive front and middle linebacker core of the Cowboys will definitely stop, or hopefully they'll stop Debo, as I'm hoping. Um, you know, Micah is pretty much that versatile player. He has the speed to match with Debo. Um <laughs> Okay, interesting. <laughs> and um, and you know, as we've seen in the past couple games, you know, Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregor definitely um making uh the opponent's offensive line pretty much pray that they pretty much pray like they can block them. Um, you know, that was a big. You know, the big pieces that the Cowboys defense were missing as they were still good, but once they got them back, you know, they just became even better. As, you know, they handled through Dak's uh, slump, you know, as a, as you parse. And, um, you know, we've seen, you know, even though it was like the Eagles, um, pretty much second and third strings out there, um, we saw that uh, Cedric Wilson pretty much played a big role, even with the, the, the receiver core out there as, you know, Cooper and CD, you know, you expect them to have a big game, you know, Cedric Wilson delivered. And then as Dalton Schultz been delivering throughout the whole year and his performance of two touchdowns. And then we also see that Blake Jarwin also had his first game back from his injury. That was very unexpected this year. Um, you know, as, you know, Blake Jarwin – you can block better than uh, Dalton Schultz and pretty much a bigger frame. You know, 
not much as a speed and catching ability as Dalton Schultz, but he's just that uh, tight end that, you know, I can deliver to as the other side of Dalton. Um, you know, obviously, the 49ers defense is – the 49ers defense has Nick Bosa. Um, you got Eric Armstead. And you can't forget about the all-pro middle linebacker, Fred Warner. You know, they'll definitely wreak some havoc. You know, this won't be, like, a very – like, a shootout game, per se. As you know, both defense are pretty much up there in top. Um, you know, as you said, Tony Pollard. I feel like Tony Pollard plays a big role in this game. You know, just because, you know, his versatility – Versatility and his speed, you know, pretty much now in this game, you, you you'll need a receiving back, you know, just to open up your offense. And he'll definitely put that, you know, put him at the one-yard line. And then Zeke will just come in. What are you doing, Gigi? Just do my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Dude, she freaking came here and threw him right next to my feet. Total boss, and then um, I, you know, Zeke has the power to power it in, like always, and that offensive line is just basically, you know, the greatest. Always, you know, for the past years, been the greatest strength of the Cowboys. You know, um, not as good as recent years, but they're still one of the top offensive lines. You know, even when they're putting pieces in there. You know, they got a big steal in the undrafted Terrence Steele as he plays a big role in him as Smith deals with his injuries. And, uh, yeah, I have the Cowboys winning this. Um, let's go 35-21. Wow. Um, Dak has, you know, a Dak game before the slump as, you know, they were still the number one uh, offense in yards and scoring even when they – they forfeit uh, the slump of Dak in, like, the past five, six weeks. But, uh, yeah, 35-21, Cowboys. Hmm. Very different results for both of us. But moving on, uh, we go Rams-Cardinals. That's the final game of Wild Card Weekend. This is probably going to be the best game for my money's worth. These teams split the season series. At one to one, I believe. Uh, these are both teams that started off very hot and kind of faded down the stretch. You know, both lost their final game. It was just the Rams lost it to playoff contender, and the Cardinals lost it to my Seahawks because we are just too good. We're too good for the playoffs. That's what it is. But um, yeah, they definitely, they definitely had. A pretty embarrassing loss, I would say, because the Seahawks sucked this year. But anyways, um, that this will be probably a very a more high scoring game because the Rams defense, while it has has been good, has not been as good as in past years, and the Cardinals defense is pretty average in most metrics. So this should be a pretty high scoring affair. Um, even with the, the Rams having so many stars on defense. Um, this game will probably also come down to the wire uh, with both teams. This is a four four and five seed game. These normally come down to the wire. Uh, uh, 
where was I going with this? Uh, but yeah, um, I think personally that um, Kyler Murray, he kind of, he breaks out of his, I, w- I don't want to say slump because he hasn't been playing bad per se. He just hasn't been playing his best. I feel he has a, he has a good game. I think he has three touchdown passes and one rushing and the Cardinals win in a, in a shootout 42 to 38. Not 32. 42 to 38, not 32. Yeah, I know. Just make sure you don't put another 32 out there. Sorry, I know you don't like the number 32, apparently, but. It's just, it's just, I I have never seen a 32 in the NFL. I, there's definitely been 32 scores in the NFL. So, so random. You know what? Just make it. <laughs> All right. You know, as. Oh, this is, you know, as the last game, Monday night, somehow they make playoff games Monday night now. <laughs> don't like it. As you I, know, I don't either. Trust as me. you know, if you win Monday night, especially for this, you win Monday night, you get less rest. And then you go into the frozen tundra. That's just, that's just criminal to them. Or Cardinals Rams. Oh, but yeah. Don't know why I make it. Um, you know, going on. Whoa! I'm gonna what? Shit. Oh, I was just checking. Um, the Cowboy games on Nickelodeon. That's amazing. What? Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, going back to the Cardinals Rams game. You know, as I am, uh, as they refer to Mexican Kyler Murray. Yes. I have all you know for the past few years I've been rooting for the Cardinals. Lost, lost couple, couple, couple bucks as I bet at the Cardinals to win the division twice in a in a row. Obviously, it didn't happen. <laughs> um, but yes, um, you know, even though with the on the other side you have the offense player of the year and Cup, um, you have OBJ as you know he's delivered some numbers. You know, not the OBJ numbers and. At the Giants, but yet, you know, he he'd been delivering for them as I think he's averaging a touchdown game like toward the last four weeks. Um, something, like that. something, and then you know he he will put up numbers. Um, I had, you know, as I like that safety hybrid middle linebacker person. Um, I feel like Isaiah Simmons comes up big in this game as he gets a pick six. Wow. You know, as you know, he has great speed. You know, they like to target Tyler Higby a lot. You know, I feel like on you know one crossing route as he's gonna jump it and he's returning for six. That's gonna be the big momentum shift that the Cardinals need. And, you know, Kyler does Kyler becomes to Kyler. You know, he finally Finally shows his critics of this, you know, at towards the end of the season, as you know, as they say that, you know, um, the Cardinals team just basically falls off at the end of the season. Um, yeah, he comes in, he beats, you know, that first game they played against the Rams. Um, that was that was a blowout. I feel a blowout here too. Uh, you know, Kyler, you know, like you said, Kyler had a big game. I have two rushing touchdowns for him. Uh, two passing. 
That's four. And then plus a pick six. Um, And then I have James Conner rushing one, too. You know, James Conner has been a big part of their offense. You know, what a what a pickup by them this year. And then you have, you know, I want to say, like, a big duel, but, you know, you have that duel in the running back core as Chase Edmonds came back from injury a couple weeks ago. And, uh, yeah, you know, even with the star power on the defensive line from the, the Rams, you've seen uh, Kyle Murray, you know, he uses his legs, you know, get around. Uh, I have this. Oh! And with the, you know, I also with the inability, I want to say the inability to perform in the playoffs, but, you know, just the lack of the win in the playoffs by Matthew Stafford. I feel like it continues. Uh, Rams fans worry because, you know, they pretty much trade a lot for Matthew Stafford. And he still can't deliver a win. Sure. They, also, they also trade a whole bunch of pieces away as they don't have, they look like the freaking. They look like the Los Angeles Lakers, but in football form, as they don't have a pick in the first round. Pretty much. And, uh, yeah, so I have this I have this win going uh, 42-35. As, uh, you know, Isaiah Simmons' prediction hopefully comes true. Uh, you heard it here first. I might go put a bet in Vegas for it. <laughs> but, yeah. 42-35 to finish off a wild card weekend for me. All right. Um, even, though, even though it's a Monday. So it's not really a weekend. You know, I think that is a weekend because it's Martin Luther King Jr. So it's an extended weekend. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So technically, oh, no, she's, coming. she's coming. Uh-oh. Phoebe's coming. She's coming for the divisional predictions. Mm-hmm. She wants to give her divisional round predictions. It's... Reno and all right, it's uh gone to divisional. Gigi just staring at me. Okay, um, Titans and Bengals. Uh, I'll start it, I guess. Um, I'll keep this one shorter because I think this is uh, we're winning. Um, you know the return, the return of Derrick Henry to the Titans. I think he is. He probably will be. A little rusty for the first couple of drives, but you know when he gets back into his his form, there's not many not many teams that can stop him. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Go ahead. She's okay. Yeah. No. So. Um. Yeah. Uh. There's not many teams that can stop Derrick Henry when he's at full strength. I don't know if there's any teams that can fully stop him. So, I have the Titans, unfortunately, ending the Bengals and Joe Shiesty's season. I have them winning. We'll go. Uh, we'll go thirty to twenty-one. Hey, no more Joe Shiesty for you. Yeah, sorry. I wanted to pick the Bengals, but you know the Titans. Even though they're a pretty boring one seed, uh, they're they're getting their best player back, and I don't know. I don't know if anyone, if the Bengals' defense, which has been a bit of a weak point for them this season, especially their run defense, I don't know if they're going to be able to stop the best running back in the league, even if he is going to be a little rusty for a while, probably. But you go ahead now. 
All right. We both had picks for the Bengals. You know, same matchup, Bengal Titans. <clears throat> um, yes, they do get King Henry back. He is a king for a reason. As you know, he I think he finished like sixth, seventh in rushing and he missed like nine, ten games. Um you know very very fortunate for the Titans to activate him towards this end, you know. We all when the injury happened, you know, they were saying it was season ending. But yet it's not. Lucky Lamb. Yes. Um, it ruined many fantasies. And injury, you know, injuries happen. They get him back. But, you know, Ryan Tannehill, you know, he will deliver sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Depends um, on the day. <laughs> you know, Derrick Henry, you know, he will take some time to become King Henry again. You know, probably until the second half where he fully fully becomes King Henry again. And, uh, you know, you know, if you're a Titan fan, you hopefully uh, you'll see Ryan Tannehill, you know, uh, put, basically put the team on his back at that, in the first half until King Henry finally, finally becomes King Henry again. But yeah, I have the Bengals winning this one as, just as, wow. Uh, just as, uh, you know, Jared Burrow's been playing some tough games of late. You know, he's been delivering in late games. One reason why I have the Bengals is I feel like, you know, it's just an inconsistent uh, Ryan Tannehill. You know, you never know what George Ryan Tannehill you're going to get. And, uh, you know, uh, as you say, Joe Shiesty, you know, Joe Shiesty. Um, he, he keeps delivering. You know, he delivers out the game. Um, it definitely will be a very tough game, per se. Um, yeah, um, maybe, you know, A.J. Brown finally produces, like, in that 49ers comeback. Yeah. But, you know, the Bengals do have some good corners on their side. You know, not great, but good. And... Um, is it still first group or tight end? What? The Titans tight end. Is it still Anthony first group? Titans tight end? Yeah, it's first group. Well, you know, you know, first group did have a good playoff. Um, run last time. I mean, yeah, they're gonna definitely gonna need that. Um, especially as they're gonna pretty much load the box because they see King Henry on the other side. You know. And then Deontay Foreman is basically like a, a King Henry, but just not as big and and uh, you know and good or Porsche um, like the King Henry, but you know he just has that big frame. And um, I have you know Bengals winning, oh you know very tight game, but you know pretty high scoring. I have it. I have it. Forty two. 37. 37? You said 32 was I'm a weird kidding. number? Okay, it's going to be 38. Okay, I was about to say, you said 32 is a weird number, and you yeah. said 37 up in here. That would be a, that would be even weirder number. But... I was going to say 41, as Randy Bullock misses the extra point, but that's a pretty big claim. 
Fat Randy the Goat. Don't disrespect the goat. Well, you know, that's a pretty big claim. You know what? Fat Randy is a goat. That's just how it is. But Bills Chiefs, um, obviously, two teams I like. They met uh, They met earlier in the season. Bills came out on top. But the Chiefs were not at full strength, yet they were not back to Chiefs form. Uh, these are two teams that are that match up very well with each other. You know, both very uh, star-studded quarterbacks. You know, Patrick Mahomes, for my money's worth, still the best quarterback in the league. And Josh Allen, who's right up there with him in the top five range. Um, and, you know, the Bills do have a better defense than the Chiefs, although the Bills' defense has been underwhelming this year and they're missing uh, Tredavious White, which they have felt over the past, you know, five weeks of his absence or whatever it was. I think he got injured in the pa- the first Patriots game, so that would have been more than five weeks, but you know what I mean. But the Chiefs' defense has improved, although they haven't been playing the most quality opponents. They have improved since their historically bad first seven or eight weeks. And, um, you know, I think this is going to fall a lot on the defenses, which defense can get a stop, can get a turnover, that type of thing. And, you know, the Bills, they they got they got close last year. They got close, but no cigar to beating the Chiefs. And I think this year that they do it. I think they they pull off an upset in here in Arrowhead. I think I think it's just the Bills time. You know, there are teams that like you just know that they get hot in the playoffs and you just have a feeling they're gonna get hot and I can't really explain it, but I feel that way about the Bills. You can say I'm being a bit of a homer. I really don't care. I just feel like it's the Bills the Bills time to get hot. They've kind of been on the verge of it all season. They've you could feel it and the momentum building up a little bit. And I feel like Josh Allen goes off in these in this game particularly and in these playoffs. And I think the Bills Edge out the Chiefs in Arrowhead. I think it's a very high-scoring affair. I think it's going to be 48-40. Bills. With the upset, I guess. This, yeah, this would be an upset. Because it's an Arrowhead. But very, very high-scoring, very close game. That I think the Bills I think the Bills defense comes up with a big play. You know, Micah Hyde, still a very, a very good player. Very, top, top, like, three safety I think he comes up or somebody else with a big play uh, picks off Patrick Mahomes gets a fumble or something like that that shifts the momentum the Bills go down end the game with a with a score and send the Chiefs home this would be Patrick Mahomes earliest playoff exit ever which is saying a lot all right you got the Bills I got the Bills oh I like it. I like the faith in the Bills. Yes. You know, uh, beginning of the season, I always thought the Bills were going to, uh, you know, have a big run, be very high Super Bowl favorites. I still think that, even though my claim of the Colts, forget about that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I feel, you know, who has a, the biggest game here is as – you take it back to the uh, 2021 USA, yeah, 2021 AFC call, uh, Conference Championship. Um, right after the 
right after the Chiefs won. And one guy out there on the field was Stephon Diggs. You know, he watched that whole thing. Everybody, everybody knows that this is, um, you know, as he wants it so bad. Um, you know, just staying out there, feeling with, you know, seeing celebrate what he thought, you know, would be theirs. Um, you know, I feel like, you know, he finally delivers, you know, as, you know, he, he may not per se as, you know, he had like a really good season, but he had a very, you know, um, you know, as he, as, um, you know, he fit the right system as he has his touches, he has his yard, but he did it very silently. Um, he did finish, you know, close to 100 yards with his touchdown last game against, damn, what they put, the Jets? Jets, yeah. Yeah, the Jets. And don't take, you know, it is a Jets, but yeah, it's Stephon Diggs, you know, he's been doing it for multiple years. And, you know, he was part of, you know, he was the one that caught, you know, the Minneapolis Miracle. And, yeah. You know, he's been, you know, he's been in the talks of, you know, as a top five receiver for some reason. And I, I believe he shows it here. Um, Dawson Knox finally gets his, uh, his strength back as, you know, he kind of um, not having been producing for like the past, past weeks. Um, you know, one thing that, you know, you will criticize the Bills is the run game. You know, they do have, you know, um, two decently good running backs. And, you know, the quarterback is basically, you know, their first running back. Uh, his uh, six five frame. Um, you know, he isn't afraid to take a hit. And he isn't going to be afraid to take a hit in this game. Um and I think that's what uh, prevails, you know, Edmonds, you know, hopefully, you know, he just he drops a lot in the middle with him with uh, Milano. Um, yes, um, the corners, you know, they don't have Travis White. You know, Wallace is going to have to make a big, um, a big leap here, you know, as he has to cover uh, Tyreek Hill on yeah. his side. And if it's not Tyreek Hill, he has to cover either Travis Kelsey or another speedster, Miko Hartman, or, you know, somehow this guy always produces for Patrick Mahomes when he needs him, and Byron Ping- Pringle. Um, yeah, you know, uh, their defensive front is pretty good. You know, we've seen uh, Rizzo getting in there, you know, having a pretty decent year. You know, AJ Esperanza, you know, he's pretty much doing Esperanza, it. it's Epinesa. Epinesa. <laughs> He's doing, you know, his part. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we both have the Bills winning here. Give my towel. I won't do this. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I'm going to have this. A very tight one. This play. This better happen, you know. As I said, with the Stephon Diggs. Going down the field. Late, late Clark. Josh Allen has the ball. Drives down the field. And uh, he throws a touchdown pass, step on digs to tie the game. Was it? Oh, let me do my math here. Was it? It'll be. Let me do my math here. It'll be, yeah, okay. Uh, a little 40, 42 41. And, you know, McDermott, he says, forget this. We ain't going to overtime. We went for two. And then Josh Allen just, just piles in line as a 6 5 frame. They score. And uh, they, they take the. They take the divisional round over Patrick Mahomes in a 
um, win. Hmm. Forty-three is another interesting number, but because they went for two, okay. That fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Packers, Cardinals. Um, you know, Green Bay is gonna have their bye week, and in some cases, I think the bye week is a good thing. Like for the Titans, it's gonna be a good thing to rest up all their players, including Henry. But in the Packers' case, I don't know if it's a great thing for them. You know, especially even though they did they did only play their starters for a half, they did just lose to the Lions, which is not like. We should take that with a grain of salt, but also, you know, I don't know where I'm going with this, but uh, they don't have a lot of momentum going into the playoffs. I know they're the one seed. I know they were pretty dominant all season, but the Cardinals, to be honest, probably gave them their best game all season. It was that injury injury bowl, so-called, where a lot of, a whole lot of starters were out for both teams and the Kyler Murray pick in the end zone, you know, if – if AJ Green is on the same page with Kyler Murray, Cardinals probably win that game. And even though the Cardinals have been on the downswing, you know I have them coming off a, a pretty big win in LA against the Rams. So um, I think they they ride high on momentum, and I think they go into Lambo, and I think they shock the world. I, I wouldn't say shock the world because it wouldn't be like the biggest upset ever, but I think they shock a lot of people. And I think they take a 34 to 31 win in Lambeau. I think they take it from Green Bay. And so Rodgers would shed his uh, losing in the NFC Championship narrative because he didn't even make the NFC Championship for me. Mm. All right. Um, I'm just going to, you know, even though, even though Kyler is my guy. No homo. Um, <laughs> um, you know, make it short and sweet. I just feel like, you know, this rest is good, especially for um, Rogers as he's been nourishing that broken pinky toe. Um, you know, he gets another week off of it. You know, Aaron Jones has been being up throughout the year. And, uh, you know, Devontae Adams is just Devontae Adams. Yeah, um, you got to say. Um, you know, Lazard came up big in that win against the Browns, even though it should have been PI call. And obviously, you know, um Green Bay is very disciplined to not let up any or um allow any dumb flags, especially in a playoff game. Um Malifer, uh finally, you know, even though he delivered last year with the NFC championship, you know, he Always gets criticized, especially by his his QB. Yeah. Um. I have the Packers, especially coming off that rest, uh, winning this. Uh, Devontae Adams goes off as as um number one corner for um the Cardinals is with Brian Murphy Jr. You know he just doesn't have that frame as Devontae Adams. Um. Green Bay defense surprisingly is playing very good this year. You know, that's one thing um in this past few years Aaron Rodgers hasn't had. That's one thing he has now. You know, his offensive line's pretty banged up, but yet um the pass rush from the Cardinals isn't that great as they lost JJ Watt in in uh, during the season. You know, big loss for them. Um yeah, so I have 
you know, Rodgers coming out and uh, doing delivering a 28-21 win over the Cardinals. Yeah, I just feel like the Cardinal, the Green Bay Packers tend to play tend to play close with a lot of teams, and I think this game it just comes back to bite them for playing too close to the Cardinals. And uh, but, anyways, moving on. It's in the frozen tundra. <laughs> that's that's true. They do play in Arizona, so that could affect them. I wouldn't be surprised if it did, but you know, they I mean, play in Arizona. Oh, you're talking about the Cardinals? Yeah, yeah the Cardinals. The Cardinals play, play in Arizona. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, move on to the Bucks Niners. I'm gonna keep this shorter. Um, the Niners they've been painted as the most dangerous team in the playoffs for whatever reason. Um, yes, they have a good defense. Yes, their offense can be explosive at times, but they are not the most dangerous team in the playoffs. There, there are a few teams that I can think of that are more dangerous in the playoffs. You know, the Chiefs, the Bengals. The Packers, the Rams, even the Cowboys, like they are being massively overrated in my opinion right now. And I think the Bucks are talented than they are, and they're probably better coached as well. And you know, Tom Brady's the GOAT. So I don't think there's any way he loses in the divisional round, especially not to the Niners in his home stadium. So I have the, the Bucks winning thirty eight to twenty one. Uh, fairly easily. I think Jimmy G has a pretty bad game. I think Debo Samuel is held in check, and I think Tom Brady, you know, even though he has a dink and dunk style, pretty boring play style, he's had that for his whole career, you know, the Niners have tended to give up those shorter passes in in favor of uh, guarding against the deep ball, which Tom Brady does not necessarily have in his bag. So I think... He, they dink and dun their, dunk their way to a pretty pretty easy win. So, yeah, I got the Bucks 38-21. All right, we have mat- different matchups here. I just have the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, you know, we already seen this uh, matchup as it was the first NFL game of the season. You know, definitely one to watch as it was very close. As it was only a difference of a field goal, um, you know, and I feel like this doesn't change from that as it's a close game. But yeah, even though it's Tom Brady, the goat, um, he he lost uh multiple weapons, you know, as multiple weapons aren't even step up. Um, yeah, um, in that game, uh, Rob Gronkowski played a big role. But now with the development of Mike Parsons, you know, he really um, – maybe that role of Mike, uh, Rob decreases as, you know, especially that game as it was a rookie coming in, first-round draft pick. Tom Brady, as, you know, as the go he is, definitely attacked Mike Parsons that game. Um, and I think that changes, you know, there's going to be a defensive game against a defensive game. Um, even though they're scoring, even though, you know, there's going to be who, like, whatever defense can make a stop, as, you know, both of them are are pretty much, uh, are pretty much, you know, the same in terms as, you know, as the defense front is good, you know, decent amount of corners, you know, and the linebacker core is phenomenal. Um, and so, you know, for me, I have 
finally, you know, as all Cowboy fans are been dying to see for the past 30 years as they finally advanced into an NFC Championship game. Mm. Um, yes, I have now, I will switch a role as the Cowboys win on a field goal. Uh, you know, as, you know, one particular offense that game was, you know, Zeke really couldn't move the ball. But now the Bucks have to see a different speed in Tony Pollard as he comes out of the backfield, catching and running. And then you can, you know, once the defensive, defensive front gets tired, yeah. As the defensive front will get tired, and then you bring in Zeke, you know, to pound it. Huh, Gigi? Ben, you want coffee? Yes, please. He said yes. Okay. You want French vanilla? Yes. Yes, he said French vanilla, okay? Okay, you're going to make Ben coffee when you go Mimi? Okay. Later. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and so I have it. Um, I have it. You know, the exact same score as the the first game of the season. So I just flipped around. I have the Cowboys thirty eight, Bucks thirty five. Okay. Well, we have different, uh, completely different matchup in the NFC. Uh, moving over back to the AFC for the conference championship. Um, you know, Titans Bills. Uh, Titans, uh, they've had a they've had a history in the the AFC Championship just with the Chiefs, uh, but uh, the Bills a new matchup this time. You know, Derrick Henry coming off, in my opinion, what's going to be a very good performance against the Bengals. Um, I think he's gonna he won't do bad, but I think the Bills' rush defense, while it's been a bit a bit iffy at times. I think they really step up this game. You know, you got guys like Ed Oliver, you know, Tremaine Edmonds at the middle, at middle linebacker. And, you know, you got solid run. I think the Bills run defense steps up well in this game. The, and the game is really going to come down to Ryan Tannehill and whether he can throw the ball. And in my opinion, Ryan Tannehill kind of craps his, pants a little bit and uh i think the bills win this one for for buffalo you know even though it's in tennessee nashville i think the bills come up come out with another hard-fought win and they get themselves into the super bowl for the first time since the 90s you know bills mafia finally gets to the super bowl again and um you know they're gonna have to travel all the way to la but bills mafia travels well so I have the I have the Bills winning the AFC, making the Super Bowl, representing the AFC in the Super Bowl after they beat the Titans. I think it'll be a more low scoring game than their previous two games. I think it'll be a final score of twenty four to seventeen. Ooh. And the Bills are in the Super Bowl. All right. My matchup is different. I had the Bengals, had the Bengals Bills, um, and the go Joe Shaisi makes his Super Bowl appearance. Nah, I'm kidding. Let's go, let's go, <laughs> Bills. Let's go Bills Mafia. 
Bills no. Mafia. You know, no. I, you know, there's franchise. They've been there a lot. Hopefully, they don't lose another Super Bowl. And God, maybe, please, no. Uh, you know, especially if they win, you, you will see freaking the mayhem in Buffalo by these, you know, probably outside of Nashville, too. You, you know, probably see a whole bunch of people jumping into fire or tables. <laughs> Table. you know, I'm going to, if they do, I'm going to throw my sister-in-law into a table. <laughs> um, you know, they, they win, you know, it's, um, you know, as Josh Allen's been to the conference uh, championship already, you know, this is going to be a new look for Joe Burrow. And then it's just going to be that that veteran, that veteran, um, or not veteran, but that, uh, but that um, experience. Yeah, experience in the, in this uh, in this spot. Um, so yeah, I have it thirty five twenty one Bills. Mm. Josh Allen, he goat. <laughs> Moving over. To the NFC, we have completely different matchups. Um, Cardinals, Bucks for me. You know, this should be a very good game. Um, you know, both defenses. It, I mean, the car. Excuse me, the Cardinals' defense is definitely shoddy. It's a bit. Uh, it's been a lot of ups and downs for them this year. And you know, they've they've played probably the two toughest games in my bracket. You know, with the the Rams and the Packers and they've won both of them on the road. And, you know, I think although they have momentum, they're, they're a bit depleted and, you know, they're very tired after going, going through all those, uh, they do have to play the Monday night game and then go to the frozen tundra and Lambeau. So those are very, two, two very hard, very, um, very trying uh, wins like draining wins. And I think the Bucks are somewhat well-rested, and Mike Evans will be hopefully back to full health by that time. And, you know, that Bucks defense is very good, probably just as good as any defense that there is left in the playoff. And I think the Bucks, I think the Bucks advance to their second straight Super Bowl, unfortunately, because I'm not the biggest Bucks fan, because although Tom Brady is the GOAT, I can't say I'm a big fan of him. So, but uh, I have the Bucks advancing to their second straight Super Bowl, representing the NFC by a score of, um, we'll go 30, 30 to 17 Bucks. And the Bucks advance to their second no. straight Super Bowl. No. No, I already got coffee. Thank you, though. I don't know. Does that have like, coffee? Okay, go see. Okay. All right, you know, you, that's a uh, well, you have Bigo Tom Brady seeking for his uh, eighth ring. <laughs> wow, that's just just crazy to say, you know. Not that it, it ain't crazy that it won't happen, it's just crazy that you know Tom Brady has a chance to have eight rings. <laughs> um, all right, um, as my matchups are different from yours. No, I'm I'm gonna close the door. Huh. Yeah, my shoulder don't look with the ice, mama. The ice is in the freezer. No, you can't see the ice, it's in the freezer. Okay. Okay, go grab my pillow, okay? We're almost done, okay?
Yeah, I, I, I'll call you back because you can say bye to everybody, okay? Bye. Oh, GG just ran into the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go tell Graf. <laughs> uh, um, um, so my matchup here, Hacks, Cowboys, my brother and my cousin, definitely going to go at it. Uh, um, Rodgers is the, Cal- the Dallas killer. And I uh, have that basically saying the same as if he ever steps in Texas, he will probably have um, an award on his head as he will become wanted after he delivers another late second touchdown. I have this uh, coming into a 28-21 win for the Packers as as um, I have it him delivering it to Alan Lazard, crushing the hearts of many Cowboy fans as there is a lot as they're uh, forsaking the America's team. Mm. Um, you know, Dak, uh, Dak has a fairly decent game, you know, just a experience. Like I said, on the other hand of, of Joe Burrow, you know, Rogers has experience and he seeks his second ring before he leaves the city of Green Bay, or the and the state of Wisconsin. All right. Well, very different results, obviously, because we had different matchups. But you know, both got the Bills in the Super Bowl, and I had the Bucks Bills in the Super Bowl. You know, the team that Tom Brady dominated for so long. You know, I think he was like thirty-three and three against them in his time with the Patriots. And but you know, the Bills were a very mediocre slash bad team for the time that Tom Brady was a pa- was a Patriot. And they're a very different team now, obviously, since they're in the Super Bowl. You know, Josh Allen, young stud quarterback, who I think this this postseason will cement himself as a top three to four quarterback, you know, with only guys like Mahomes and Rodgers being for sure ahead of him. And – you know, despite the Bucks defense being good and the Bills defense being solid, and I think they're going to step up in ways they didn't this in the regular season, this postseason. Um, I think this is going to be a, a more high-scoring game. And, um, you know, they're going to be going back and forth all game. I think this is going to be different from last year's Chiefs matchup. I think the Bills are going to come in ready. They're going to watch film from that game along with from, you know, their matchup earlier in the season in which the Bucks came out on top barely in overtime. Um, these are very evenly matched teams in terms of offensive firepower and in terms of quarterback matchup with the Bills admittedly having the better quarterback, but the Bucks probably having a little more firepower, um, even with the losses of Godwin and A.B. Um, but... You know, I think it's, again, this is going to be another game that comes down to which team can make the least mistakes. And uh, while I think uh, – I really don't know who I I think is going to win this game. I think it's going to be a very close game all the way up until the end. But I think I think, I think think uh, Buffalo is finally going to get their Super Bowl. They got, they got, um, they got heartbroken four years in a row. In heartbreaking fashion, of of course, with you know losses that were big and losses that were only by a last second field goal, and I think they finally get it. I think 
they go berserk. I think there's parties of Bills Mafia nationwide, and I think the Bills just edge out the Bucks on a late on a on a late Josh Allen on a late Josh Allen touchdown to uh, we'll go Gabriel Davis late touchdown to Gabriel Davis with around. 40 seconds left. Tom Brady can't drive all the way down the field. And the Bills win the, what is this, Super Bowl 57, 56? I think it's 56. Uh, Yeah, 56. They win Super Bowl 56 by four points. They win 38 to 34. And the Bills are the my 2022 Super Bowl 56 Super Bowl champions. I think Josh Allen, because they most mostly always give it to the quarterback, I think Josh Allen wins wins Super Bowl MVP with three touchdown passes and only one interception. And we're getting a full stat line on this one, huh? Yeah, this is the Super Bowl, though, so you only have to do one of these. Okay, um, different matchups here. You have the Bills. Um uh, you, we both had the Bills. I had the Packers. You had the Bucks. <clears throat> Rogers chasing his second ring. Alex yep. chasing his first. Um, Bills chasing their first in franchise history. Yep, first in franchise and history. As as even the great Jim Kelly will lose in dramatic fashion. Yeah. Um. Dramatic. Um. And uh, I think I also think there's going to be a change, and for this franchise, definitely going to see a whole bunch of riots around around uh, the state of New York, as um, you know, especially in Buffalo. Um, and I'm probably going to have to throw my sister-in-law to another table, yeah. as I had them winning, uh, stopping. Rodgers for his second ring, which causes him to leave, even though he's going to leave no matter what. Pretty much. Um, uh, we will have a phenomenal um, Super Bowl, especially with that Super Bowl halftime. Always great to watch. It's going to be in the great stadium of – or the new great stadium of SoFi, unless – California shuts down, and then it'll be in uh, in the great world of Jerry's World. Oh, geez. Please, no. You know, that's one stadium that um, it's, you know, it'll be a great atmosphere, no matter what, as it is enclosed with a big flat screen. Um, one of the, one of the greatest stadiums of all time. Don't let Jerry get the revenue, please. Pretty sure Jerry's in California isn't looking that great with his COVID cases. Um, just take my baseball team. In fact, that's we're down ten people because of positive cases. Jeez. Um. So, um, I have Josh Allen delivering, going downfield. He does. He does. He gives Roger some of his medicine. Sets up a, a 45, 43-yard field goal for Tyler Ass. I mean, Bass. Um, <laughs> you know, really just, really just called him out like that. <laughs> um, nah, Tyler Bass is the GOAT. 
He, you know, he's been, you know, he's he's a relied kicker yeah, in his second year in the NFL. Um, she wears eye, one eye black for some reason. Yeah, but, you know. Maybe, maybe that keeps his balance for him to kick it through the uprights. You know, if that that works for you. That works for you, Tyler Bass, because I have you winning this uh, – Winning the Super Bowl for the great franchise of the Bills. Jim Kelly will be in presence. Um, Jim Kelly, um, he finally gets to see a ring in that, in that red and blue. Um, Everybody, you know, if the Bills win, pretty much everybody will probably. Um, but Packer fans, in my case, will pretty much – Celebrate for them as, you know, the Bills aren't, like, a hated team in the NFL. Yeah. Um, we get to see, you know, in the celebration, we get to see Josh Allen's wife. That's, <laughs> that would be one amazing sight to see. Um, <laughs> I have God. I have Josh Allen going for 345 with uh, four touchdowns. And, oh, no, but – do I have a winning MVP? Uh, yes, I do. As you know, I don't see a defensive touchdown scoring uh, or defensive player scoring in this game. Usually, when you see a defensive player scoring in the Super Bowl, you know they all you see them um, being crowned MVP. But yeah, I don't see that happening. Bills win in a lot of dramatic fashion. You know, I have this as uh, a game of so thirty eight twenty one. Wow! After that, after that field goal of Tyler Bass, it's Tyler Bass. He's a goat. He mm-hmm. will be. I'm pretty sure after he makes that field goal, he will be loved in Buffalo, no matter what. He will probably eat every meal for free, just like all of. Um, the Buffalo players after they win because they finally got their Super Bowl. I wouldn't be surprised one of the players um, jumps into a table. One of like the practice practice squad players or something. Not not like a big player where he gets hurt and then it might be like career ending. I want that <laughs> happening. Um, but yeah, they win uh, 31-28. Josh Allen gets his first ring, you know, and he to solidify himself as as a Hall of Fame quarterback. And, uh, yeah. I have a question for you, sir. No. I didn't ask that. Do you, do you, <laughs> do you think OJ will be in attendance? <laughs> Dude, if he is, that man's a goat. You know, I wouldn't even doubt it. Because, you know, OJ, you know, before all the – everything that happened uh, with OJ, he was the prized possession for the Bills. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, I, I wouldn't doubt he's you know, especially since it's, it's in LA, you know, or if it's in LA, you know, I wouldn't even doubt if he if it's even in Texas. Yeah. But I have him, you know. I even think you know, as Marshawn Lynch started his year, you know, Marshawn Lynch will be in attendance. Um, he will be with that, you know. Um, yeah. So your question: OJ Simpson will be in attendance. Mm. Interesting. Well, because he didn't uh, do it. 
Oh, okay. Don't have a strong opinion on that, but anyways. He's going to be um, in attendance. Yeah, I do. I, I hope he is. That'd be gold. But, you know. Anyways, um, well, this should pretty much wrap up our episode. We're going to start. We're going to get back on the on the grind. We're going to do some NFL draft stuff. We'll probably do some some NBA stuff in the near future as well, since we haven't really touched on that since our player rankings. Uh, we'll, we'll probably do a little bit of college football offseason stuff, although really isn't much to talk about during college football offseason except for new transfers. Uh, but we'll do that. There'll definitely be something because the big name of Caleb Williams is out there. Yeah, but we'll we'll do a full we we'll do a, a full like second half of the of the off season recap. We'll do some draft stuff. Uh, let us know if we should do some like specific player breakdowns because that if that's something y'all would be interested in because I think we'd probably be interested in that. You know, breaking down some of our favorite or you know who we think is overrated prospects and stuff like that. And of course, we'll do some. Once the NFL playoffs end, we'll do some NFL, like playoff recap, off-season predictions, stuff like that. And so, yeah, that's some stuff to look out for in the next, I don't know, month or two. So, yeah. Um, hey, let me get Gigi from here. Oh yeah, we do have to get Gigi to say bye. Uh, never mind, she's already laying down on the bed. <sighs> Darn it. Okay. But, you know, you got snippets of Gigi in this episode. We got, yeah, you got um, the random Gigi, Gigi snippet content, which is obviously everybody's favorite part of the, every episode because they definitely don't watch it for us. They watch it for Gigi. So, I mean, not watch, listen. You, you know what I mean? Definitely do not listen for us. They listen for Gigi. But, you know, we'll get her on next episode for the outro, hopefully. But, yeah, if you have nothing else, then um, I should probably go to bed because it's pretty late here. Yeah, sleep is for suckers. Sorry. I'm, I'm, Rudy Labor. <laughs> I'm a sucker then. Yeah, you ain't part of Rudy Labor's group. Sleep is for suckers. All right, then. Well, Goodbye. I guess sucker. Goodbye. Go to sleep. I will, probably. And I'm going to go rehab. Uh, no, you're going to edit the episode and release it. Okay, let me put ice first and then I'll edit. Okay, bye. All right, later.